News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, EU energy ministers, including Eamon Ryan, will meet this Friday to decide how the union can tackle the ongoing energy crisis. Reports in the Business Post suggest that the EU is planning to impose a price cap on lower cost energy producers as part of those talks. And Don Moore, chair of the Energy and Climate Action Committee at the Irish Academy of Engineers and the former head of ESB International, joins us now. Good morning to you, Don. Um, Two things that they appear to be considering, a price cap on lower cost energy producers and some kind of compensation scheme to incentivise users in general, households and commercial, to reduce consumption. What's your reaction to this? Well, I can see the attraction. Um, everybody is hugely concerned about the cost of, of electricity at the moment. But um, I think a couple of things need to be borne in mind. First of all, a brief recap. The price of electricity is set by the high-priced gas fire generation, which has increased dramatically due to the Russian-Ukraine war. The cost of other types of electricity, such as renewable wind, for example, coal fire generation, hasn't increased. Um, Now, as you said, the EU proposal is for governments to cap their prices, in other words, the non-gas fire generation, and to use the the revenue to incentivise customers to load shift to off-peak times. The risk for Ireland is that it could put our ambitious renewables programme at risk. And just to remind your listeners, this plans to add an additional 10,000 megawatts of wind and solar generation by 2030. Um, Now, these projects are typically financed by borrowings repaid by revenues earned over a 15- to 20-year period. And changing the rules, as proposed by the EU, sends the wrong signal and could discourage investment. So we need to be cautious about unintended consequences here. And um, I have to say, Ireland has enough obstacles to future generation investments with our dysfunctional planning system and our inability to build the necessary transmission lines to actually link this new renewable programme. And Don, I think most people can understand what you're saying, that, that if there is a question of, of the income stream of, of like renewable energy companies like wind energy being reduced, that they may not want to invest. And that sounds not unreasonable. We want them to invest and we're all hearing that wind is going to be our oil and all that kind of stuff. But is there an issue with, with low cost energy producers like wind energy or nuclear or coal or solar or any of them, you know, them having a set electricity price when when their production is low cost and when gas is what's setting that high electricity. So they're making that electricity price. So they're making huge profits at the moment, which many people feel is unfair at a time when consumers are paying through the nose and windfall tax are being discussed. This EU plan is is to do away without individual countries, uh, do away with individual countries' windfall taxes. Is that not reasonable? Yes, you can argue for it. And in fact, the, the um, subsidy that uh, wind energy in Ireland gets in particular, uh, the previous scheme, the refit scheme, was very generous indeed. It guaranteed them a price no matter how low the price of electricity fell. Now, that's been corrected under, under the new scheme. And there's a, there's the, the prices are reviewed, I think, on an annual basis. However, however, however... Uh, uh, we are in competition for investment, and um, uh, most of the companies who will be building this 
these this ten thousand megawatts uh, uh, of of renewable energy. They're not Irish companies in the main. You know, they they have other places to go to. So all I'm saying is, let's be cautious about it. You know, I I I suspect it will go through in some form, but it could have negative consequences for us, and we have to face up to that. It's just one of the many problems we have to face up to, and as I as I just mentioned. The obstacles for adding generation in Ireland are, are, are pretty substantial. And by the way, it's not just new renewable energy. We have to also renew the gas fire generation we have in Ireland. Um, most of the problems at present, the, the dangers of load shedding this winter are caused by very old plant, more than 20 years old, um, they suffering more frequent outages for, for maintenance. Uh, so we, we're going to have to incentivize companies to invest in those plants as well. So you need to, you need to have the right environment for that because okay. com- yeah. companies have other choices. They I, can go I, elsewhere. I do think that a lot of people listening, though, would say if, if renewable energies ha- have a floor below which they can't fall in terms of their income, that having a ceiling it, it, it remains possibly not an unreasonable thing. The other thing that they're talking about bringing in, though, though Don, is this compensation scheme. Now, I was reading it. It was, looked extremely complicated to me. They have to tender for how much compensation they'll need depending on industries and all, on all sorts of various things. Um, does that look like something, I, I suppose, um, doable in order to, to incentivise people with this compensation scheme? Have you, have you seen it? I haven't seen the details, but I, I, I assume it is, it, is, it is feasible. But load shifting is going to be the key to avoid, uh, to, to avo- to, um, avoid load shedding this winter. In other words, by the way, first of all, encouraging people, uh, domestic consumers included, to actually use their main loads and and that domestic loads I'm talking about here, their washing machines, dishwashers, dryers, and whatever in off peak times, and the off and the peak time by the way is two hours, five until seven o'clock in the evening. You know we should we should encourage people first of all to do that. Secondly, there's um, a smart meter program has been rolled out over the last number of years, and I don't think uh, that will provide the ability to incentivize customers to load shift. And in fact, the smart meters are installed in many homes, but there's been very little publicity as to how their use could be optimized. So we have some tools already available to us. Uh, We just need the willingness to actually implement them. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Don Moore there, Chair of the Energy and Climate Action Committee at the Irish Academy of Engineers and former head of the ESB International. Let us know this morning, how do you feel about load shifting? I mean, if you come in in the evening at five o'clock or six o'clock from work and you want to make your dinner then and you want to turn on the kettle and you want to have your house warm and lit at those peak times, uh, is it easy to shift away? I think we can probably turn on our washing machines uh, at slightly different times or maybe our dishwashers but also I think people are slightly concerned about having them on during the night maybe if they're asleep but look let us know this morning what you make of it 53106 at a cost of 30 cent News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk